This is Real Business in Real Time with executive coach Dr. Mark Hinderleiter. Learn what C-suite execs and business leaders have learned in the real-time, real-world school of hard knocks. And now, here's your host, Dr. Mark Hinderleiter. Hi, this is Mark Hinderleiter. Welcome to Real Business in Real Time. I'm an executive coach and I hold a PhD in organization and management. But here's the real truth. My greatest lessons in business came from the school of hard knocks, especially when I was the senior vice president for a billion dollar global company. So the purpose of this show is for listeners to benefit from the real world experiences of successful men and women willing to share their greatest lessons. My guest today is Thomas Johnson. Thomas, also known as TJ, is an angel investor, a C-suite advisor, and he is the CEO of Get Up and Get Fit, based in New York City. So Get Up and Get Fit is a concierge wellness and fitness coaching company that tailors to C-level executives, celebrities, and corporations. TJ holds a BS in nutrition and fitness, is a certified personal trainer, and like me, a member of the C-suite network. Thomas has over 14 years of experience in the fitness and wellness industry and is a graduate, also like me, of the School of Hard Knocks, and he's worth listening to. So, Thomas, welcome to Real Business in Real Time. Thank you, Mark, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yep. Yeah, you, Thomas, you and I have had some really good conversations, so I'm looking forward to kind of having one on record. Yes, uh, we have. So today's topic for our listeners is peak performance. So, Thomas, you and I have kind of something in common, and that is we coach executives. I coach executives kind of on the business and the leadership side, and you coach executives on kind of fitness and wellness. But what we have in common is we're trying to support peak performance. So that's that's kind of a cool overlap. Peak performance is key. Absolutely. Yes, yes, definitely. So first question, you know, you work with actors executives like me and business owners, and so do I, uh, except for the actors, you know, and here's what I know about all these folks that you work with. They're under pressure to perform. So kind of from your experience, what have you seen about wellness and fitness that actually impacts the performance of the people that you work with in these different professions? Yes. So um, let me start off with the busy, slow executives, because these are the type of clients that we both work with. Now, when these C-level executives, when they are actually focusing on their fitness, the wellness, they're actually able to perform at a higher level. They have more energy, all right, because they're getting more blood circulation from being active. They're receiving more nutrients from eating nutrient-dense foods. So now they could concentrate more. They have better focus. They can even sleep better, right? So it's a, it's a combination of everything. The more you invest in your body, the more you could give out, the better you, you could perform. So it's a combination of proper nutrition, being active. Notice, I, didn't, I, I did not necessarily say the gym. I said being active, all yeah. right? Being <laughs> you know, moving, you have to you have to move your body. The circuit, your blood has to circulate. All right, um, get enough sleep, keep your body hydrated. All these things take a key key role in terms of performance. When it comes to you performing, you need to make sure you are consistent and you're constantly feeding your body. All right, constantly feeding your mind, constantly taking care of yourself. 
Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you, you saying that. You know, I come from the corporate world and, and now I'm an entrepreneur like you. And and boy, one of the things I learned, Thomas, was not all hours are the same. We don't work 40 hours anymore. We work 50 hours, 60 hours, sometimes more. And if you're that C-suite person that you and I work with, we have to be as sharp in our 50 or our yes. 60 as we do on our one of Monday morning because we're still making decisions. We're still interacting with people and customers. And, you know, if, if we if we are fatigued, we are not at our best and our decision making is going to suffer. Our interactions with our people, and our customers are going to suffer. So what you're saying to me makes absolute sense. It absolutely impacts performance. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, you have to be um, a key performer at all stage, right? If you're not on top of your game and if you're moody because of lack of sleep or you're starving because you didn't take time to have lunch, you're going to take it out on your, your employees or even the next person in your next meeting. Yeah. So all these things play a very, very key role. Yeah, you know, uh, people who have to perform, actors, executives, stamina is just... Oh my goodness. <laughs> all those things are so yes. critical. So, you know, here's kind of the thing. We all know that nutrition and exercise is good for us. I know I do, Thomas. Yeah. But here's kind of, I'll just tell you my own story. I have been in and out of being fit a lot of times, brother. <laughs> I mean, I have been really fit uh, for long periods of time. And then I've gone through periods of time where I just, for whatever reason, lost motivation, whatever, got out of being fit. And so I've seen the upside and the downside of how fitness and wellness impacted kind of my own performance. Uh -huh. so I guess related to that, how do you work with your clients to get started or restarted like me? And then secondly, how do you keep somebody like me on track? Yeah, no, first of all, Everyone is built different. Everyone has their own why, right? The first step is identifying your why. Why would you like to get fit? What's your reason? You know? And once I'm able to pinpoint their why, then I'm able to reverse engineer and really create a plan for them, right? So for instance, if you're a person that's lacking sleep or if you're a person that wants to, that needs more energy throughout the day, all right, you you probably drinking about six cups of coffee a day. It's hard to keep your body alert. Um, then the next step is to create small actionable steps to get you going. I'm not going to just throw a, a big plan at you, all right? I'm not throwing a whole cake at you. I'm going to slice off, slice up the, the, the pie and give you a little piece, all right? Meaning give you small actionable steps for you to follow. These small steps that I know that you can actually follow and be consistent in terms of, you know, taking action. That once I see you're, 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 you're taking action, you're consistent, then I could push you more towards the next, next step, all right? So that's, that's more of my style. Okay. Finding out your why, then reverse engineering and creating a plan of action for you. So when you help get people started, you sounds like you start off in a manageable way so you're not overwhelming me. Yes, and sir. Say, this is crazy. I ain't doing it. <laughs> so it's it's starting where we are. Exactly. So you know it's important to start where you're at because if I try to just 
overload you right off the back, you're going to be overwhelmed, yeah. you know? And that's kind of counterproductive. Yeah. The goal is to get you to the next step. The goal is to get you to change your habits and get you to get to the point where you actually take an action. You're creating new habits. So this is why you start off at where you're at and gradually, gradually feed you, feed you small actionable steps, you know? Okay. I appreciate that. That's kind of similar to what I do with executive coaching and that's start where people are. Right. Yeah, you know, because you're in a different place than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second half of my question was, so you got people on a roll They're, You know, they, they've got a good three months or six months or a year or more and got some good momentum and some good results. What gets people derailed and how do you keep them on track? What, what's your experience there? It's, it's life, man. So many different things that could get an individual derailed, especially a C-suite personnel. You could have a deal go back, right? You could have a split in your partnership. You could have family problems. There's so many different things that could happen to you that will potentially derail you and just take you off track. So the main thing is having consistent communication with your coach. This is is why we have a whole suit of coaches, right? Um, We have the fitness coaches that travel to you. We have the massage therapists. We have the dietitians, right? I mean, other coaches within the Get Up and Get Fit um, suite. So the goal is maintaining contact and communication with your coaches and making sure we equip you with all the tools necessary. Because like I said, life hits you. And sometimes when this happens, oftentimes, you tend to go back to your bad habit, to your norm, all right? Your norm. Because us as human beings, we like to go back to our norm, our comfort zone, right? This is where us coaches, you myself, come in. We help keep our clients accountable and in line. Yeah, yeah. So kind of what you were describing sounded like a pretty holistic approach, Thomas, where it's, I heard exercise, I heard nutrition, I heard sleep. Uh, so I, I heard a whole bunch of things there. And so that, that makes good sense to me because I know just kind of from my own experience that, that it all works together. So one thing I want to kind of hear more about, well, before I forget, is I know you're in New York City and you said people can come to you. But I also know that you work with clients remotely, just like I do. So talk a minute about how that works, where, you know, most a, a lot of people in your business are always face-to-face with the client. Technology yeah. allows you to kind of work remotely. So how do you do that? Yeah, so I created my, my company to be that wellness support system for the C-suite executives, the celebrities, and the, the corporation. Because I know we as executives, we're constantly on the go, right? We don't have time to go to the gym sometimes, or we don't have time to go out to the studio sometimes. So being able to have somebody come to you, it's much more efficient and manageable. So I have my coaches that will travel to you. And even if you are away, like right now, I'm in New York and you're in Houston, right? Right. Two different time zones, (laughs) Um, but we're still communicating. So even if you're away, we can still communicate. We can still remain, um, kind of remain in in, in contact and create create this report through various accountability methods, right? So for instance, if I was to work with you, right? The first step, I'll create a plan for you to start implementing it as soon as possible. And I will 
check up on you. Make sure you're following the plan. Making sure you're actually doing what you say you're going to do. Um, now, for your nutrition, I keep things very, very simple, all right? Just so I know you're being accountable, I have you take pictures of the, your meals, all right? Take a picture via via app that we realize I get up and get fit, and I'm able to see what you're consuming. And once you start taking the pictures, you become consistent. You start to build new habits. And once I see that you're doing this consistently for about two weeks, I'll ease off and I'll keep you accountable in different ways via text, you know, via FaceTime, and just different different ways and means to keep you on point. But that's not too um, intrusive, right? <laughs> that's it's still magical. I'm not. I'm not bothering you. I'm still keeping in communication. We're still creating a, a great report. And I'm still being your coach. Yeah, and you and you're doing a lot of what I do, and that's just using good technology to, to stay engaged. You know, uh, in person when possible, video calls, emails, texts. It's just a, a, a way to kind of stay engaged with your client, just like I do. Yeah. So just kind of a little uh, fun fact for our listening audience, you and I are coaching each other, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> yes, we and, are. Me as the, the executive coach uh, for you as the CEO of your own company and you kind of working with me to, uh, to kind of get my game back in terms of, you know, uh, fitness and wellness and sleep and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and lifestyle, just helping to improve your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah well said. So, so next topic is diet. So let me throw a quote at you that I read one time that made so much sense to me. So here, here's the quote. It says, okay, if you want to gain weight, go on a diet. You know, at first that sounds crazy, but, but what it means is what I've experienced. You go on a diet, lose 10 pounds get off the diet and gain 20, right? Mm-hmm. And I know you've seen that. So, yes, I have. Yeah, so how do you approach diet with clients? What's your approach? Diets don't work. <laughs> diets do not work. The reason, okay, this is a bold statement, but the reason why I'm saying this is because the same thing you just said, right? There's so many different diets out there. There's the Atkins diet. There's the keto diet. There's the, you know, the, uh, the seafood diet. I don't know. There's so many different diets out there. But it's all about your lifestyle. It's all about making lifestyle choices, all right? Because you might follow a diet for a few weeks, a few months, then go right back to your old habits. Now, instead of trying to follow a diet, if you were to follow a way of life, right? If you were to start implementing more vegetation into, into your, um, your meal intake, right? If you also start drinking more water with every meal, all right? And decreasing your sugar intake. Now, these small little lifestyle tactics and habits will improve your life over time. It's just like the, the compound effect, right? Add to your lifestyle over time and add to your lifestyle today, tomorrow, and over time, you are going to reap the result, which is going to be phenomenal, right? Yeah. So diets don't work. It does, yeah, you diets know, do not work. Yeah, <laughs> what you're saying has been my experience. I Do you know how many times I've tried... It used to be called Atkins, and now it's called Keto. Oh, man, the worst. <laughs> you're, you're depriving yourself of basically carbs, right, for the, for the most part. Um, maybe some good carbs in there. But they're hard to stick with because what you're doing is depriving yourself, and we, people don't like deprivation. <laughs> so what you're saying exactly. is that diets don't work, but a healthy approach to nutrition makes good sense. 
It's kind of exactly. like I've read this and I try to, I'm starting to try to practice the, where you think about um, food as medicine. Yes. You know, yeah, where you eat instead of for comfort, <laughs> right? We eat, I mean, we like, we like good food. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I do, um, but we are more intentional about eating for nutrition. Yes. So Mark, I'm going to ask you a question really, really quick. Yeah. Do you remember the last time you ate a meal and you felt tired and lethargic afterwards? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so you know what? It was a big old, big old plate of spaghetti. Okay, okay. So you know what? Food is not supposed to make you feel tired and lethargic. Okay, like you just said, food. Let food be that medicine, right? The Hippocratic um, law, right? Um, right. The saying. Um, so the, the foods that we consume is supposed to give us energy, right? It's supposed to give us nutrients, supposed to help repair ourselves. Now, mind you, I'm not telling you you should never eat ice cream or eat pizza, eat pasta. All I'm saying is make sure you're eating in moderation, okay? If you're going to eat ice cream, don't have three, four scoops, <laughs> okay? Have one and keep it moving. And make sure to also increase your vegetation, and other foods, right? You want to make sure you have a balanced meal, a balanced meal. That's that's the goal right there. You want to make sure you're eating food that's going to make you feel energetic, all right? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, leafy green vegetables and yes. and healthy fruits and lean meats and those kind of things. So you, Thomas, you use the word balance not only yeah. in not only in food, but that's what I hear about your whole approach. There's no silver bullet here. It's, it's movement, exercise, sleep, nutrition. Mindset. Mindset. Well, Mindset. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, doesn't it really start there with the mindset? Yeah. In that it does. Right? Yeah, absolutely. It does, you know, because everything starts off from your mind, right? You make the decision and then you take the action. Right. But if you don't have the time to really think about your action before actually taking that action, then you're going to be stagnated. You're not going to move. You're going to be in this gray space. Yeah. You know, so it all starts from your mind. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious about your coaching. So you talk to your clients like me about mindset, about nutrition, about exercise and movement, about sleep. What do you find people struggle with the most? Uh, or, or I, I know it's probably different for everybody, but is there one thing that people struggle with the most in your experience? Nutrition um, and sleep. Yeah. Nutrition and sleep. That's the norm right there. You, you just reminded me, I read something, I guess it's been a year ago. I'm a big sports fan like you. And I read something from a professional uh, baseball team's head trainer. And, and kind of what he was saying was, you know, their job is to help peak performance, just like mine and yours, right, for their yeah. baseball players. But all sports have them now, professional sports. But here's what this trainer said. If my athletes kind of slack on nutrition, I'll see the slippage in performance in about a week. If my athletes start slipping on sleep, I'll see a slippage in performance in two days. So that kind of add up with kind of your own experience. Poor sleep hits us, hits us fast. Yes, definitely, definitely. Because you have to realize 
when we're awake, we're constantly moving. The brain, you're burning calories, you're moving, your, 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 your body and your organ and all your systems, your lymphatic, lymphatic system, the circulatory system, everything is moving and it's constantly working. So when you sleep, your body gets the chance to relax, to reset, to get back into homeostasis, right? And also to detox. Your brain needs time to detoxify itself. So if you're not getting enough sleep, your body is running off films. You're not able to concentrate. You're not able to perform because you're backed up. You're not, it's just like driving a car with no gasoline. Yeah. How's that car going to function? Yeah. Well, <laughs> driving a car while sleepy is not a good thing. It's not. I, I've done that too. You know, it's, it's not. No, sleep deprivation is one of the, the leading cause to um, accidents. Matter of fact, not alcohol, sleep deprivation. Yes. Yeah. Leading cause to of accidents. Yeah, I, I came from a uh, in my previous life a pretty safety sensitive industry. Okay. And so safety is a was is is a big deal in that industry, kind of the oil and gas industry. And so, you know, somebody who's sleep deprived in a safety sensitive industry is is a risk to themselves and to other people. But for our clients, you know, it, it's kind of the same thing. If 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 we're behind on sleep for whatever reasons, our decision-making is going to suffer. Our, yeah. our stamina is going to suffer. You know, our ability to kind of uh, handle tough situations, which, you know, executives have to do pretty much every day, is just going to suffer. And you can read research on that, but I just know that from my own experience. I've just been around long enough that if my body's suffering because of sleep, because of my nutrition has been poor for a while. I've quit moving around enough. I've become too sedentary. I yeah. just, I'm lethargic. Uh, yeah. And it just shows an area, every area of my life. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm glad you're able to actually share this with us because this is happening every day to so many folks and they're constantly still pushing themselves, trying to force themselves to perform underneath that stress in that situation, yeah. which is kind of productive because you, the more you try, the less productive you're going to be underneath that circumstance. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, people who get to be successful actors or executives like you work with, they're pretty driven, right? They're, they're driven folks. And the, the executives that I work with, they're driven. And so sometimes the, the default mode is work harder at, at the job, Right. Work harder. I'm and and sometimes that's exactly the wrong thing to do. Sometimes the right thing to do is take your foot off the pedal and recharge uh, our battery. Yeah, but that's a whole lot of of what you do is help people make keep that battery charged. Exactly. But why not work harder and smarter? Why 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 just stick for just one? Work harder and smarter. You could still work hard, but if you're working smarter, you're able to get to the next step, the next level in your life, in your business, in your relationships, you know, you know, having like the, having like the, the kind of monistic mindset of just doing one thing. I'm going to focus on one thing. It's not the way. Yeah. You know, you just said something kind of the next level. That's really what peak performance is about is you help folks get to the next level. That's why they invest in you. I help folks get to the next level in kind of my area of coaching. Love to hear a great story about maybe a client of yours that you got good results with and helped them get to the next level kind of in their on the career side. Yeah. I mean, I have so many stories, but um, 
there's this one client that actually pops in my head like right away. It's a client of mine that I used to work with um, a few years ago. So when he first came to me, this guy, he was drinking about six cups of coffee per day. At first, I thought he was joking until he wrote down and recorded the times he was drinking coffee. And I was like, wow, this is actually happening. So he was very jittery, very anxious, overweight, and also depressed, right? He wasn't, he wasn't active. He wasn't getting enough sleep, hence the six cups of coffee. <laughs> he was very stressed at his job. And once we sat down and I, I was able to assess his, his performance and his lifestyle and get a better understanding about him as an individual and his situation, I was then able to create a plan for him. All right. We started off very, very small. You know, I had him cut back on his coffee just by one cup. <laughs> you know, it's hard to have a person that's drinking six cups of coffee to go cold turkey. I don't believe in cold turkey. Yeah. So if we're drinking six cups of coffee, Adam cut back to five cups of coffee, right? On a weekly basis. So each week we'll cut back gradually and gradually. And then we started increasing his activity and we kept it very basic, very basic. So because he's drinking so much coffee, he wants to drink in water. So Adam keep a water bottle at his desk and his goal was to finish that water bottle. It was a pretty, I think it was like a liter or two. Um, his goal was to finish that um, water bottle before he was done with his day, all right? And also he had to move around. So another trick that I had him do was to set an alarm on his phone, a, vib- a vibration alarm. So this way, when he's working on the project, every hour that alarm clock will go off and he has to move around. Either go to the bathroom or go to the canteen or just go someplace, just move around to increase circulation. And the other step was, because I was trying to increase his activity, was I made him take the elevator to... The sixth floor. He was working on the ninth floor. And every day he had to walk up three flights of stairs. <laughs> you see what I'm doing? So these little tricks, these little small actionable steps, he started doing these things, these steps every day, every day. And he started getting more, more energy. He was more energetic. His stress was decreasing. He started getting this euphoric attitude and instead of being jittery and hyper. I guess because we decreased the coffee, right? We decreased the caffeine and we started to increase his activity level and his, his hydration. And then we, I started to implement some workouts at the gym, all right? So after he graduated from the first step, I took him to the second step, then the third step. And then by the time we knew it, he had a whole new outlook on life, all right? And he was much more, like I said, energetic. He was less moody. He was a happier individual and he was also able to perform at a higher level despite drinking less coffee. You know? What happened to his body and his, oh, what was the impact on just those two things? His body transformed. If I was to show you his before and after picture, you'd be like, who's, who's that guy? <laughs> you know? And his attitude changed. He was much more um, friendly um, to be around. He was much more approachable. So everything changed, not just his physical, yeah. but his mental, right? And this is the beauty of yeah. of approaching um, lifestyle, approaching fitness from a lifestyle standpoint, from a holistic standpoint. And, it, and this, is why I, this is why I love doing what I do, because I see yeah. the need for our service. I, I see the need for lifestyle improvement, you know? And this is why I love working with C-Level Executive, because I know I could help improve your life. This is what I'm good at. This is what my team is good. I have a whole team, not just myself, a support system, all right? 
Yeah, so you're doing a poor job of hiding your enthusiasm. For <laughs> I get I get passionate, man. I love I know you. Are so, so one last question about this client because I've seen it in my own life. When did he start sleeping better? Uh, kind of when you started uh, introducing kind of the walking three flights and gradually cutting back on coffee and more hydration and more movement. When did that affect sleep? That's done your recollection. I'll probably say like within the first two weeks, his sleep started um, improving. So by decreasing the caffeine, the coffee, and increasing his water intake and being more active, he was stimulating his muscles, increasing his circulation. And when you when you work your muscles, your muscles need time to recover. So you, yeah. you need sleep. <laughs> when you work out, your body needs time to recover. So you're going to sleep better. So all these things definitely played a key role in helping him to improve his sleep and increasing his performance. Yeah, you know, that that rings a bell with my experience is I, I went through a period for quite a while of not sleeping well. And so I'm doing research and I've tried sleeping pills that had pretty bad side effects. Um, uh, and so I didn't want to do that anymore. And, and I came across an article that said, strength training is the best sleeping pill <laughs> there is. And so I thought, well, I'm going to try it. So I started, uh, again, I've been in and out of uh, exercise a lot. So I kind of picked back up the habit of strength training. And I'm not kidding you, uh, within a couple of weeks, I started sleeping much better. And that was the only thing I was doing differently. So yeah. I know uh, and I, there's hormonal impact and recovery involved. So yeah. your message to me is that it all works together. Definitely. So kind of my question to help kind of tie this conversation up is, you know, as folks are listening to this, you know, what's one or two takeaways you just want listeners to remember about peak performance? So, the first thing is having the understanding that it's not just one thing. It's a combination of different things that you have to do consistently in yep. order for you to improve your performance, right? Getting better sleep, increasing your, um, your hydration, being more active, consuming more positive information or positive content, I should say, all right? Believe it or not, that's actually pretty big too because it, it influences your mindset. And just being able to take small, actionable steps every day. It doesn't have to be a large leap. It could be a, a small little step, yeah. right? As long as you're doing something every day, it's going to add up. It's the compound effect, all right? But you have to do it every day. You have to be consistent. That's the key right there. Consistency, absolutely, yeah. Yes. You know, the other thing I heard from you is a holistic approach. There's no silver bullets. There's it's no silver bullets. It's nutrition. <laughs> It's sleep, it's hydration, it's mindset. So uh, baby steps, I appreciate that. Um, So I'm going to switch gears on you here a little bit, Thomas. Here's the last question I ask all of my guests because this is a show for business leaders for the most part. So you you started out kind of working for other people in the wellness and fitness industry and then started your own business. Yes. Uh, and so now you're a business owner. You're the CEO of your own company and you've got people and you've got clients. So, you know, what's the greatest lesson that you've learned, the business lesson kind of from the school of hard knocks that you don't learn, learn in school or reading a book? Oh, wow. Um, I've learned so many different things, but one key lesson that I would share with you is learning to pivot when you're faced with various situations, being able to, 
be flexible and adjust. That right there is key. Being able to adapt, all right? That is so important. If you don't adapt and adjust, you are going to become obsolete, like you've seen other companies in the past, all right? Yeah, that I mean, that is such a great business lesson uh, that we have to be agile. We have to adapt. You and I have seen companies, some of our listeners, that, that didn't change as technology was changing, as as customers were changing. <laughs> yes. you know, uh, when I was a kid, uh-huh. Sears Roebuck was, you know, best in class retailer and uh, and, and look what's happened there. Uh, so I, I appreciate your message. We, we as, as leaders, as business owners, uh, as executives, we have to adapt. We have to make sure we're clear about what's not working anymore and pivot, like you said. Definitely, definitely. And this is why I don't believe in the, the cookie um, cutter approach, the generic approach. I don't believe in those. Those approach that one size fits all does not work. It's not sustainable. It's not. You have to be able to adapt. It's so important. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. So hey, great messages. So last thing. Uh, so how do people find you on LinkedIn, website? Uh, uh, so give me some info that people can uh, tune into. You could you could um, you could find me on my action on the company's website. Get up and get fitselite.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. Thomas Johnson Jr. Now, my name is very generic, so I'll probably advise you to just type my company name, Get Up and Get Fit. That's spelled G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T. Oh, you kind of... Yeah, so it's Get Up and Get Fit, only the and is an N. Yes, 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 okay. correct, correct. So Get Up and yeah. Get Fit elite.com no it's just um just get up and get fit elite.com that's the website but to find me on other social media platform is get up and get fit g-e-t-u-p-n-g-e-t-f-i-t outstanding well thomas hey uh, thank you so much for uh, just sharing your experiences kind of what you said is spot on with kind of my own experience and you and i are in the same business and that's helping people achieve peak performance so peak performance that's key yeah, yes sir Uh, So, Thomas, thanks for uh, sharing your time and your wisdom, and thanks for listening, everyone. Last message, great podcasts are the new MBA. So keep listening. Thank you, Thomas. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for joining us on Real Business in Real Time with executive coach Dr. Mark Hinderleiter. Be sure to connect with Mark Hinderleiter on LinkedIn, check out his leadership tip of the week, and subscribe to this podcast on the app of your choice. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.